What's up, what's up, what's up, bitches? Have you fucking missed me? Guess who's back? Back again. Allie's back. Tell a friend or don't. Like, I don't really care. <laughs> but I am back. I am here. What is up? I am so excited to be back, y'all. I took a a um unintentional intentional mid-season break do y'all know when like a sh one of your favorite shows like Yellowstone or whatever they have those like awkward breaks in the middle of the show to build up anticipation and to just like I don't know get you in your feels or whatever and then it comes back and you're like well bam I'm so fucking glad it came back that's what I did we took a little a little break ski at the end of summer with my kids because honestly y'all I'm not gonna lie my fucking kids are savages. My kids are savages. They they give zero fucks about anything except what they want to do. And I'm, you know, just trying to make the end of summer special for them. So I was like, we got to pick and choose what we do in the podcast. This is just for fun skis. I just do this shit for fun skis. So we put a little bit on the back burner. But now school has started. Your girl's got three hours, four days a week to herself. Like, I don't know if y'all are mamas, but if you're a mama and you've been like solo parenting for a while with your kids all day until your husband gets home or whatever the case may be, you know that second you get like a couple hours to yourself, you're feeling like a brand new bitch. You're like new phone who dis. Like I'm just feeling fresh AF. And so I've got my coffee. I also have my water. Um, and we're just, we're thriving. And this was a, um, I would love to say this was a very planned episode. It was not. I have this whole idea of how I'm going to come back and y'all, you know me, I'm just like shooting the shit with you guys right now, but I have this whole idea of how I'm going to come back and each week to make it easier on myself, each week is going to be like a themed week because we love themes. I was a cheerleader growing up and I mean, we thrived with spirit weeks when every day had a different theme. Um, and so each week, one week, we're going to do like interviews. One week, we're going to do Q&A. One week, we're going to do something on mindset. Next week, we're, like it's just going to be a whole different theme. And so I'm really excited. More to come on that. But this is more of an impromptu, like I'm about to kick your dairy air because I am in like a gabillion group chats. Like I kid you not, I host two book clubs. <laughs> I have a fitness chat thread. I have a running chat thread. I have a chat thread with my running coach. I swear I'm in like 10 different chat threads, but I love it because I love my online community so much. Um, and I was in my, I have a running coach and he has a chat thread and I was in it with a bunch of, a bunch of other runners and girls and, and they were all talking about how frustrated they were with their weight and, you know, the scale and what it's doing. And, you know, they're adding miles and they're training more and they're doing all of this shit, but the fucking scale keeps moving up or it's moved up and it won't budge or it just won't budge in general. And a lot of them are feeling very defeated, very frustrated, very just like, like, flabbergasted why the fuck is this happening like this isn't how this is supposed to be and a very big misconception a huge misconception within the the world of fitness and whatever the case may be is and this is my favorite question to get oh my god Allie do you think you've lost so much weight and have seen so many results because you started running I swear you burn like so many calories with you when you run is that is that why and then I just want to go <laughs> And do this like super hysterical, like cackling, obnoxious laugh because honey, 
I swear running like does not help you lose weight. If anything, it helps you hold on to weight more. It helps you, you know, like just it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It almost hinders weight loss. Um, and and I'm just going to talk all about the scale right now. And you guys know a bitch gets a little heated about this because if you guys follow me on Instagram over at, at Allie Griffith, and if you're not, what the fuck are you doing? Please do that. Um, but I am a big advocate on not stepping on the scale. I truly believe that that scale does not benefit us at all. It literally adds no value to our journey. If anything, it just adds another level to hinder our success. Um, I have personally not stepped on a scale in like a year and a half and I have never thrived more. Never. I've never been fitter. I have never been healthier. I have never been happier than the second I decided that piece of metal no longer holds fucking power over me. Because can we just, I'm sorry, can we just have a moment at how absurd this is as a society? How absurd. This piece of metal right? This hunk of fucking junk that you can step on one second and it read 210 pounds. Then you can step off of it and 10 seconds later, step right back on it and it could read 208 pounds or it could read 212 pounds or you could literally fucking step on it in the morning and then it read 200 pounds and in the evening you could step on it and it read 207. We are allowing this thing that is more fucking fickle than a female's brain on her menstrual cycle. (laughs) This bitch is menstruating right now so that's probably why I'm being a little extra. (laughs) More fickle than a menstruating bitch. Hold this power over us to either make us feel better about ourselves or worse, whether making us feel successful or less successful. Y'all, how fucking absurd is that? Like, how absurd is that? I'm going to tell you guys like I tell my clients right now. I'm going to tell you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot it to you straight because I don't know how to shoot it any other way. If you step on that hunk of junk metal and it either makes you smile or it makes you sad, it makes you feel successful or it makes you feel unsuccessful, it makes you feel great or it makes you feel ungreat, then you are not ready to have a scale in your house. So many of us do not realize that we are literally self-sabotaging ourselves, stepping on that scale. That that number actually has very little to do with your health. (laughs) Gasp. I said it. Come for me, bro. I don't give a fuck. It literally has zero, very little to do with your health. I am a healthier bitch right now at whatever I weigh than when I was fucking starving myself to be a buck 60 and fucking doing cardio out the cardio ass and all of that. Like, no, weight does not equal health. It just doesn't. And so why are we spending so much time getting so frustrated that we have gained five pounds or we can't lose that last five pounds, but we can go out and bust a marathon. We can go out and bust six miles on any given day. We can go out and bust the hardest fucking workout we've ever busted, right? We eat great, right? We eat balanced. We have 20% treats and we eat vegetables and we eat fruits and we don't overeat. 
We know we're doing everything we need to be doing to live a healthy lifestyle, yet the scale won't budge. And so because that hunk of fucking junk will not budge, then we are going to sit there and allow it to make us feel frustrated about ourselves. Allow it to make us feel less than. Allow it to make us feel unsuccessful. And then what happens? What happens? We start self-sabotaging. We start thinking, why the fuck does this matter? It's just not even important anymore. I might as well not even do it. I'm not going to lose this weight. Like, why do we feel like we have to be less on the scale to live more in this life? Like, why do we feel like we have to weigh less to feel better about ourselves? Who, whoever said that? And I am sorry, but who can say you have to be this certain weight? A BMI chart that's made for white males in the fucking 18th hundreds, not even made for women. Let's talk about all the different, very, like all the different factors that go into that scale. Okay. Sodium intake. Muscle soreness, right? Inflammation, menstruating, right? Ovulation, whether you had a big workout, whether you ate something that might just not agree with you, um, more carbs, less carbs, eating 10 minutes later than you usually do, waking up earlier, lack of sleep, all of these things that do not equate to fat, <laughs> And then we'll look at this scale and we'll say, uh-uh, I'm just not seeing success and then start sabotaging. Why don't we start trying to measure success in ways that actually, actually adds value to our life? I will take this to the grave. The number on the scale and the scale is the least efficient way, the least most efficient, effective, and freaking just way to measure your success. But so many of us feel like that is the only way we, we only see this scale, right? We only see that measure of success. And it's because of fucking social media and the fucking doctors in this world and all the piece of shit trainers out there that make you step on a scale after your workout and then like say, oh, you must not be doing what you need to be doing. Can you tell I'm traumatized by that? Usually, like, yeah, oh, I am so worked up and my words are not even coming out, but it's fine. I really don't care at this point. I am so, when I used to go to the gym with a personal trainer, this was back in like 2014 when I was killing myself, killing myself to be 160 pounds. I was going to the gym twice a day. Chris was working out of town. Like I was I was literally not eating anything. I was eating on this little fucking saucer plate. But every single time I went to the gym with my personal trainer, after that training session, she stepped, she made me step on that scale right in front of her and every fucking person in that godforsaken gym because it's literally right out there in the open. And she would give me a that a girl. Oh my gosh, you've lost weight. You're doing so good. But she didn't fucking know I was starving myself and destroying my metabolism. And I was in such a fucked up headspace. Oh, but I got a that a girl because the number was low on the scale. Give me a fucking break. That number does not equate to health. That people can be the healthiest person in the entire world and still be clinically overweight. I am clinically overweight and I run 30 miles a week. And I eat vegetables and fruits and I have never had high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes. I am a healthy bitch 
except for my number on that fucking BMI scale. So can we please, for all that is holy, stop looking at the scale as this end all be all for our health. Instead, let's look at things that actually can impact our life. And I'm about to give you ways that are better to measure success than the scale. You ready? Get your paper and pen out because I'm about to I'm about to give you the holy grail to seeing lasting success in this journey and seeing consistency. Because a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen results yet. Maybe you have, you just haven't looked in the right spot. So let's make sure we're looking in the right spots, right? One, the most unreliable way, the scale. Don't even have that on this fucking list. Write it down, mark it out. Two, pictures. Pictures are so undervalued. I literally take so many pictures and I know what you're thinking. Well, I just don't feel comfortable with myself. Take them fucking anyways and put them in a hidden album. Take them. Take pictures in different angles, in different outfits. Do it because you will see the results before you ever right before you ever see them on a scale, you will see them in your body. And it's easier for you to see them in pictures because so many times we will be seeing results, but we won't know because guess what? They're so little. It's like little droplets of water. Like, you know, you know, like that little eyedropper thing and you make like a little drop. You don't see, like, you don't see that little drop, but those are every time you squeeze. That means every time you show up, you'll add another little drop until eventually the results, you can start seeing them. But all of the little changes are going to be harder to see. That's why you want to take lots and lots of pictures. That was one of the best things 75 hard ever did for me. It was, it got me in the habit of taking a picture of myself every single day. Even when I was in my lowest, it made me take a picture and evaluate how I was feeling about myself. So one pictures, Two, how are your clothes fitting? Like, do they feel a little looser? Are you feeling more comfortable in your clothes? Are you able to go into your closet and just put something on? Are you feeling more confident in the clothes that you're wearing? Two, number three, health numbers, things that actually are important to your life. Do you have high cholesterol? Is your cholesterol numbers getting better? Have you ever, have you had high blood pressure? Is your blood pressure getting to more normal level? These are great ways to measure your success that have internal lasting effects. How are you sleeping, right? This is another one. How is your sleep? A lot of times when we're not taking care of ourselves, our sleep is shit. And when we start taking better care of us, our sleep gets better, which then in turn helps us get healthier. Y'all, sleep is one of the biggest things when it comes to having a healthy lifestyle and feeling good about ourselves. You cannot feel your best if you have shit sleep. <laughs> that is why we don't skimp on sheets. So we don't skimp on our mattress. And that is why we don't stay up till the wee hours in the morning reading (laughs) and then try to get up early. Trust me, been there, done that, can write the book about it. Um, The next thing is our energy levels. Like how are we feeling energy wise? Are you seeing that you don't need that cup of coffee at three o'clock or that energy drink that you just have this lasting energy when you wake up, you're feeling great and you can get through the entire day. Next one, how about how you're being parents, right? How the parent that you are. Are you able to now go and like run on the playground with your kiddos and not get winded and like play with them and be more present? That was a big thing whenever I first started this. I wanted to be able to be that mom that ran around with her kids on the playground and didn't get winded or got down on the floor with my babies and didn't get winded. How about stairs? Were stairs hard for you and now they're better, right? Or let's talk about just our overall happiness. Are we feeling just happier? We just 
feel lighter and happier and more fulfilled and prouder of ourselves. Do you guys see this? All of these different things that actually can add value to your life, right? Nobody will look at that person and say, oh my gosh, she looks like, she looks like she's lost three pounds. Or she looks like she's gained three pounds. No, nobody's doing that. But people will be like, oh my gosh, look at her. She just looks happier. Like, what are you doing? You just look happier. You look just full, more full of life, right? How about your like patience with your kids or your spouse? I have found when I take better care of myself and I'm pouring into myself, I have more patience with the fuckery that my kids like to come at. Like, oh, she drew on the wall with crayon. Like that really fucking sucks. But let me just go get the magic eraser. When if I'm feeling irritable and crashing from a sugar high, I might actually lose my shit on her. Right. Or my husband asks a stupid question and I might be more patient because I'm feeling better about myself to not be like, why are you asking? asking that dumb fucking question. Like, don't be a dumbass. You know the answer to that, right? (laughs) When, if I'm feeling better about myself and I'm feeling happier and I'm pouring into myself, I might just answer the question, right? Like, I know I'm getting kind of out there, but I just want you guys to see of all these different things. Or maybe how much are you lifting, right? Are you lifting more versus when you were? Are you being able to run further or faster? That is one of the best things that running has ever did is it's giving me so many different ways to measure success, right? How fast am I running? How much further am I able to run? How much easier does it feel? Like all of these different things. You can also do that with lifting or jujitsu or any, maybe you do yoga. How are these poses? Are these poses easier to do than when they were, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Do you guys see all of these different ways to measure success? And you are literally allowing this hunk of fucking junk metal to hold this power over your happiness and your feeling of fulfillment. It's absurd, completely absurd. I'm sorry. I just, clearly I am very passionate about this subject and I just hate every single time. Like one of my biggest pet peeves is when somebody asks me, oh my gosh, you look so good. Like how much weight have you lost? Why, why is that our first fucking question? Why isn't it? Oh my gosh, you look so good. Like how, how heavy are you lifting now? Oh my gosh, how many miles are you running now? How are you feeling? Like, how's your confidence? <laughs> Another way to measure success, right? Your libido. When we're not feeling great about ourselves, our relationships struggle because our sex drive is low and stuff like that. Like, I could literally keep going on. I know so many different ways to measure success without that scale. And guess what, y'all? I have not stepped on a scale in a year and a half. I think I've told you guys that. I don't know. I'm pretty heated, so I probably have repeated things multiple times. It's fine. Holy crap. I've already been talking for 19 minutes. Okay. Um, it was supposed to be a really short episode. Clearly, that's not happening. But I will tell you guys, I have not stepped on a scale in a year and a half, right? I My first round of 75 hard in 2021, right? I stepped on it a few times and then I just decided like I didn't need this negativity in my life. And so I just like stopped stepping on it. I still have one somewhere in my house, but I I just don't step on it. Um, But I will tell you guys, I have not only been more consistent because I don't have that mind fuckery around me. I have seen more success aesthetically, right? On my outside appearance, muscles and stuff like that. And I have just felt way better about this journey. And so I just, I want to leave you with this question. If this piece of machinery is making you feel less than, 
is leading to inconsistency, is leading to questioning what you're doing, is leading to self-sabotage, right? What is it actually benefiting you? Like, can we ask ourselves that? How is that scale actually benefiting us? And how is it not benefiting us? Like, you remember those uh, compare and contrast like uh, diagrams, what's it called? A Venn diagram? Maybe it was that. I don't remember. At school where it's like the bubbles, you do a circle and then overlap a circle and in the middle is like whatever. I want you to do one circle of why that scale is hindering your abilities and I want to see how is it adding value, right? How is it taking away value and how is it adding? So like on one side, you can say, how is this scale actually benefiting my journey? It allows me to know how much I weigh. I really think that is the only fucking value to the scale. And so how is it hindering? Okay, we just talked about that. It's leading to inconsistency. It's leading to self-doubt. It's leading to self-sabotage. It's leading to my feeling, making me feel less than, right? All of these different things. And then in the middle, you can literally put, why the fuck should I keep it? <laughs> I just want you to put that question there. Um, I feel like I just answered this question for you guys. Like there's literally no value to it. I swear. And even anytime I go to the doctor, I step on that scale backwards and I tell the doctor, I'm like, respectfully, I don't give a fuck what that number says. And I don't want to know. And I've had a doctor ask, okay, well, why? And I say, because I know what I'm doing is I'm taking care of myself. I eat my vegetables. I drink my, (laughs) I drink my shakes. I freaking, you know, I have my protein, I run, I work out every single day. That number is not going to tell me anything I don't know. Like if you want to try to lecture me about how overweight I am, let's pull numbers, honey. Let me, let's pull labs. I'll let you look at all of my labs and then you can be like, oh, this bitch is actually healthy. Yeah, the fuck I am. That scale is not going to tell you how healthy I am. What will is other things. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm actually ranting at this point, but clearly, clearly a bitch feels some type of way about this scale. Like I just wish every single woman out there would just throw it in the trash. (laughs) And I know it's really hard to like throw it in the trash because then you start like being worried or like, well, the only thing that makes me stay on track is actually stepping on it. Right? Like I know that if I don't step on it, I will like not treat myself any better, right? Or I'll let myself have more treats or, you know, whatever the case may be, because we know when we're not stepping on the scale is when we're usually in the fuck it mentality. Okay. That's because what we're doing, why we're taking care of ourselves, the root of it is for the wrong reasons. If the root of why you're taking care of yourself is to be smaller so you can feel larger about yourself and feel better about yourself, you're not going to ever fucking stick to it. Sorry. Newsflash. You're just not. I don't care. Anybody can argue with me on that. I truly believe that if your sole purpose for working out and taking care of yourself and eating healthier is out of hatred for yourself and because you feel like you need to be smaller to be valued more in this world, then guess what, honey? You're not going to stick with it because that scale is not always going to move. It's just not. And sometimes your body you're meant to be in is actually just going to be a bigger body. Like that's one thing that you will see on my Instagram is like my body is just meant to be a bigger body. Like I can run with the best of them. I can lift with the best of them, but I am never going to be a size six. Probably the smallest I'll ever be is a size 10. And guess what? I don't give a fuck because I'm happy with who I am and I love who I am because I've done that work to do that. And because the reasons I work out is not to lose weight. It's to feel my best. It's to be the best mom. It's to be the best wife. It's to be the best woman, the best leader for my clients. Those are the reasons why I do what I do. 
It's not to be smaller so I can be more valued in this world. No, I don't give a fuck what societal standards of beauty are because I know I'm a bad bitch. I know I'm beautiful. I know I'm healthy and I don't give a fuck what Joe Blow down the road says. Just don't. Sorry. (laughs) All right. I feel like this point, my ranting is not beneficial to you guys. So I'm just going to leave you with this. Do me a solid. Trust me. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you, like I tell my clients every single time when they join me, right? The first thing I tell them when they join me, you've done it your way. And that's what's brought you to this feeling, whatever you're feeling, right? If it's feeling unsuccessful, if it's feeling like you've let yourself down, if it's feeling, you know, like just like shit, whatever, right? Maybe it's the inconsistency. Maybe it's the lack of, you know, dedication. I don't give a fuck, but it's led you to how you're feeling right now. So how about we try it my way? Even if you don't like it, even if it gives you anxiety, even if it makes you actually want to cry to get rid of the scale, fucking do it anyways. I'm telling you, give it to your husband if you're not ready to like throw it out, which I highly recommend, but give it to your husband, tell your husband to hide it, right? Because if you see it right there every single day, you're not going to be able to break that addiction with it. Have you ever seen a freaking alcoholic try to be sober with a handle of their favorite whiskey on hand when they're two days in? No, that's not how that's going to work. They have to remove the temptation. So remove the temptation and start relying on the other forms of measuring your success. Refer back to earlier in this rant. And also, I totally get that some of you guys are going to listen to this and be like, well, I'm not ready to ditch this scale or I'm just wondering why it's whatever doing. If you want me to do another podcast episode on why the scale might be up or down and things that affect it, let me know and I'll do that. Okay, that's all I've got for you today. So, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to leave you like I leave you every single time. Make sure you're following me over on Instagram because this is the kind of shit that you get on the reg. Plus my spicy book recommendations, but I just, I didn't give them to you today. You know, we'll, we'll do that next week. (laughs) And if you want the spicy book content, make sure you join us at Bad Bitch Book Chat. It's actually in the comments right here. But anyways, I'm going to leave you like I leave you every single time in a world full of bitches. Be that bitch. And please, for all that is fucking holy, be that bitch that drops the scale and shatters it. KK, bye.